Today in the podcast, I am looking at two peace builders from Interfaith Encounter Association, which is centered in the Israel-Palestine region. Now, before I start speaking to you guys, I just want to make reference to uh, Baron Boim, the conductor, the well-known conductor a number of years ago. He created or assembled this orchestra from taking musicians from the Palestine region and the Israeli region and bring him together on a concert stage. And it was a fantastic illustration to the whole world that made headlines that people can work together irrespective of their faith, you know, where they come from. And it can be a harmonious experience and a very intelligent experience in a sense for people to learn from. So welcome to the podcast. So we have Carolina and we have Marwan and it's a pleasure to have you on. I'm so excited to have you on because what you're doing in Israel, I know that there's many other people all over the world doing similar work in in places that we don't know about. And mainstream media would have you think that the world has gone to pot and it's all a complete disaster. But actually, there's an amazing amount of work being done for peace. Now, um, just to introduce your organization, it's called Interfaith Encounter Association. So can you just tell us what that what, what is it all about? I know that you're bringing people of different faiths together, Muslim, Christian, Jews, they're all coming together on the one umbrella, which is wonderful. Um, can you just tell us more about your association? Sure, so the Interfaith Encounter Association, or IEA, was founded in 2001 during the second intifada. It was a very, very tense moment. And then um, a group of interfaith activists got together and they realized it was very important to create uh, groups and, and safe spaces for people from different communities to meet at that moment. Um, and it continued now for 21 years. And during these years, um, there were more than 100 groups that were created. Right now, we have 35 groups that are active and they meet all over uh, the Holy Land, Israel, Palestine. They uh, meet from north to south. Uh, in these groups, we talk about uh, our religions, our cultures, and we do not so much discuss politics, but we do try to bring subjects that bring us together and that help us build positive relationships. Um, in the sense that it, it builds an infrastructure for peace. doesn't matter what's going to happen here uh, in the next few years. We need people to speak to each other. Um, I mean, I read testimonials on your site and I would recommend anyone to go to your website to have a look at the work you're doing because we can all learn from it, to be honest. And it's interfaith-encounter.org. I'll have the link in the description below for people to check out. But I'm just yeah, checking my notes. Just, sorry. In fact, we just yeah. received uh, Israel's Presidential Award for Volunteerism in recognition of the work these coordinators are doing, coordinators like Marwan, who's going to speak soon about his own group. Yes. Um, and they're all volunteers. It's really a grassroots work. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, before I move on to the, the funding and where that comes from, the, there's a page in your website, and it's just an illustration of some testimonials that you've got. I mean, I was looking at the numbers there. You have 4,000 participants yearly. You've got 100, well, you've covered 117 groups in a 20 year period, if I'm reading it correctly from your site. But what's very impactful is the testimonies. And you have people saying, we are sisters and brothers fighting together for peace. Um, somebody else said, I discovered wonderful people. Another person said, a musician said, the audience can feel that everything is possible when they're listening to the music being played, that cultural music being played. And you could have a mixture of people on that stage performing. It's just an illustration that we're all one. So where does your funding come from? 
to keep this going? That's always a challenge and we wish there was more. I think any organization is going to answer that. Uh, it comes mainly from foundations that are interested in peace building, as well as uh, some government funds, not from Israel, but mainly from the US and the European Union. Yes, and I learned recently that, you know, a big challenge sometimes can be travel expenses, trying to get around and is, yeah, trying to get around the Holy Land and going from one place to another. So we for have a lot of partners in different churches and different um, uh, religious organizations that also help with that. And we also have um, permits uh, that are sometimes very challenging to issue, but one can, <laughs> can attest that. Um, and it can be very challenging many times with all, also the funds and also the permits and the whole political situation and tensions, yes. but it's definitely worth it. Now, given what's happening in the world at the moment, you know, with COVID particularly and, you know, the Russian situation and everything, we don't really hear over where I am at anyway here in the West. We don't hear much about what's going on in the Holy Land. What way is the situation there now? In terms of in terms of COVID? COVID and the political situation. I mean, are things pretty calm there because we don't hear a whole lot? Well, today the Israeli government just fell. Oh, <laughs> really? We're heading to new elections, like the fifth elections in three years. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, I think it's more than the Palestinians have had in their lifetime. <laughs> right? Um, oh, my goodness. So things are always, we always have like waves of tension. I believe during May, there were, like during April, there were some very tense moments mm -hmm. um, in Jerusalem and in other cities, um, a, a wave of attacks and a wave of expeditions into different um, Arab villages. And it's always uh, very tense in that sense. Unfortunately, we kind of get used to it also as we work through it. Um, our groups are also a space that people can talk about it like from a personal perspective, their feelings and not necessarily about like what politicians are doing, but how it affects me as a person. And it opens the space for people to understand each other as individuals. And um, what kind of successes have you seen in the charity? Because like you've, you're bringing in people from all different faiths, Muslim, Christian, Jews, and I mean, there's huge differences there. So what kind of stories have you seen that I'm sure it's a healing process, actually bringing people together in that way. Very have you true. seen, have you seen that? Definitely. I think, um, again, the, the organization is, it exists for 20 years. Um, I've been involved for three years as part of the staff and for a little more as participant as well. And I can say also for myself, I, I went through a healing process of coming from a very antagonistic community in terms of antagonistic towards Palestinians. Yes. Um, and getting to discover the human beings behind the headlines. And I see that every day, like with the participants. Um, I think the most interesting thing about the IA is that it really reaches to people who otherwise wouldn't be part of uh, what is considered a traditional peace camp um, here in Israel, uh, which is, attracts a very specific kind of uh, people. And in our organization, we see all kinds, like people from all political backgrounds, from all religious affiliations and they get together and they are able to talk through um, their emotions and to talk about their similarities and the difference in a way that is not threatening. And I think it's really therapeutic for everyone. Yeah, I think so many people can learn from this. Now you run many kinds of events and of course this is a music podcast. So yes. Marwan here is a musician. <laughs> I don't speak a little more. <laughs> 
and um, can you tell us about the music that you focus on in the organization and how it has impacted people? Yes, I, I want uh, to say something first. Uh, me and Telorina uh, would like to talk uh, uh, far away from the politics. Yes. But uh, in this land, in Holy Land, I mean, we cannot talk about uh, anything. Already we are going to talk politics already <laughs> because we are live here in this situation we yeah. feel this situation every day okay 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 So he says the most important thing um, is uh, for people to, to be clean and to be transparent and also that uh, to believe in God and to have faith. Um, it's really important. <laughs> They started uh, eight years ago uh, and they started performing uh, songs in Hebrew and, Ara and Arabic, like traditional songs. And what has been the response from, you know, audiences that attend such concerts or listen to such music? He says he doesn't remember a, a concert in which people didn't come out of there like really satisfied and depressed. Um, and yeah. Yes, so, 
Uh, so many people listen to, to the news and they are not ready to sit with each other, you know, the Israelis and the Palestinians, and they, they refuse to, to meet each other. But after they hear the band, they hear that it's possible to work together and to play together, then it can influence also these people. So in other words, it has a ripple effect, which is amazing, isn't it? Amazing. זה בשבילנו הפלסטינאי זה קשה לנו להיכנס ואני אגיד תודה רבה למרכז שלכם בגלל שהם כל הזמן עובדים קשה בגלל שאנחנו נקבל הרשות שלהיכנס שלפגוש אחד in order to, to get those, those permits. Those sorted out. And just what age group does this charity focus on? I notice mostly it's kind of adult age groups. So, I mean, is there any work done with, we'll say, children, teens? You say in general or the- In general, in general or with your charity? Um, there are, yes. Um, in our organization, there are, I think, three or four groups right now. There are for young people. One of them Fantastic. is for high schoolers. Um, yes. The other three is for um, two of them for university students and one of them for just young adults in general. It's great because, I mean, you, you know, you bring that message into that age group and the ripple effect from there is huge. What instruments do you play in your group, Marwan? Oud, in English, lute. The oud. The, oh, the lute? Oud, yes. Y lute. Yes, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. When I say like the, the, like the, the traditional kind of chord instruments. Right, okay, okay. And I presume these, this type of cultural music is very old music, given that, you know, you've, you know, your history goes back eons, really, you know, the Holy Land. So it, is it stemming from, we'll say, your traditional beliefs, as it were, in terms of your religious beliefs, the music, or is it just kind of generic music that everybody can enjoy? Okay, so they have traditional songs, um, both Hebrew and Arabic. So that like older songs, they also uh, have some songs that are connected to religious practices, sometimes to holidays. And now they have also their original uh, Their songs. original compositions. Okay, very good. It doesn't mean that they cannot play um, more recent music, whatever the audience asks for, they, they're ready to do it. They're, they're ready to do it, fantastic. And you had a team of researchers, or generally researchers, go into your charity and observe what's going on. What has been their observations? What have they seen? Yes, we have a partnership with Berilan University. They have conflict resolution uh, department there, and they often send uh, either students or professors to research our work. 
um, and they often uh, really they even fear people and they try to understand if we are achieving the results uh, which we are um, which are based on our theory of change which is the contact theory which states that under certain circumstances if you create the the best circumstances for people to meet you uh, can generate uh, an effect in people that they diminish their prejudice and they are more open uh, to the other. Um, and uh, all these studies in, in their interviews, they, they do uh, recognize that it happens uh, among many of the participants, uh, people that arrived and they had, uh, they try to, to measure, which is very diff difficult to measure their, um, the change in their um, perceptions towards the other. Um, and what these studies have found is that it is an effective method, the implication counter method. Um, it, is an, it, it is effective to change people's perceptions and to make them more receptive to the other. Right, okay. And if you were speaking to somebody who really is experiencing tension within themselves towards somebody else, and I, it's happening all around you guys, what piece of advice would you give them? So many times we do meet people that are you know, have a closed mind and they don't don't have no they don't want to hear about talking, don't want to hear about sitting together. First of all, I need to come. If you're going to get convinced by it or not, then it's something else. But if you're convinced by it, okay. If you're not convinced, then no one's going to force you. But most important to, it's to come and speak. And did I, I've heard from a Palestinian coordinator um, that he was bringing a new participant to, uh, in his car to, to his group. And then a participant wanted to turn around and say, no, I don't want to be with Jews. Like, it's, it's a stupid idea. Like, he regretted it. He said, listen, you can go, even if it is just to say that you were right, that they are terrible. So you can go back to your, to your city and tell all your friends that you met the Jews and they're terrible. So uh, I think it's a brilliant psychological so, but yeah. like, the, the bottom line was you'll never know if you don't try, like even if at the end, um, and we know that what happens is that people get to know the, that people are different. There will be people from the other side of their life, people you don't like, but then you get to meet these different people and understand that, that in every side you have, you know, a diversity of minds, a diversity of, of styles. <laughs> Everyone comes from a different culture. No, not everyone is, is similar. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just thinking there, you know, that when people remove their preconceived ideas or their perceptions, preconceived ideas, and 
they look at each other with new eyes. Everybody suddenly has this realization that we all have the same concerns. We have the families we love. We have to have food and the table and a roof over our heads. And, you know, we all have similarities and we all have our different unique points and positive and negatives. And it's just part of life that all what the media puts out there very often blows things out of proportion and damages what the truth of the real story is. And I mean, I'm sure you've seen that, have you? Yes, I mean, it's, I would say it's not instant, it's a lot of work and a lot of like, a lot of building relationships and every time there is some tensions going on, it, it's sometimes broken, you have to build it again because, you know, the, even though we're talking about um, that media doesn't tell everything and there's a great work, now a lot of people doing great work, but unfortunately there are many things going on that yeah. do hurt people. Mm -hmm. um very profoundly israelis yes. and palestinians uh many things that that people feel very strongly about so i think it's it's a very constant work of building and rebuilding and rebuilding trust um yeah. which is very challenging but again it's is is the work that we do if, if, if you don't do it then then um it's gonna be even worse yeah <laughs> المركز يعني كل هالشيء مبكشين مقالة شيء كل حد خزير اللي مكتوب شيله هيك هو دار كلهم غير ماشين حياتهم والله بدأش نوصلين فيه ماشين جامهم فيه بدأش نظرة قناي وزي جام وزي الحربة شيء بديب يعود هالشيء ميني كاكا 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 لوك مش يعني إحنا بشكين يعني كل زمان شايفين لو لو لتوقع عيناي شو ده so uh, people who, who join these encounters, many times they go back to their own communities and they share with their friends or their family what happened in the encounters. You know, I met, um, I met an Israeli, sorry, and um, it, this is what happened in encounters. That's how you also tell other people, involve other people in the work. אנשים, הרבה אנשים עובדים שלחיות ביחד, כי אנחנו מרגישים יום-יום, ישראלים, פלסטינאים, אותו דבר, יש הרבה אנשים, לא הכולם, יש בצד הזה, בצד הזה אין זכר, אבל יהיה הרבה אנשים שמצליחים לחיות בשלום. אבל הבעיה, כמו שאני חושב, הבעיה היא בין הפוליטיקאים גדולים, לא בין האנשים. So the people, many times they are ready to, to live with each other and to live in peace and to work together. Um, even though in both sides, there are people who don't and there are people who strongly disagree. Mm -hmm. uh, but then you, the, the problem is a lot of times between the, the politicians, like the, the, big, the big... Yeah, so the politicians have an influence really, haven't they? Guiding people in, in whatever way they want them to go. Um, for people to reach out to you, how can they reach out to you? Because it seems that you have a template of successful work happening and you have different groups, not only groups that are focused on music, but groups that are focused on other aspects of communication. And actually, can you speak more as to what kind of groups you have? Sure. Um, we have groups, as I said, each group focuses on a different audience. Um, there are groups that are open for, for a general public, but many groups are specific for either young people or women or religious leaders. Um, and the, the common thing about these, these groups is that they, um, they connect people through culture or through religion. 
Um, most groups are not like Marwan's group uh, that connects through music, which is a specific uh, point of culture, which is very important and very effective. Uh, not everyone is a um, gifted musician like Marwan, so we have other options. Um, and most groups are really dialogue groups okay. um, in which they will talk um, about different topics that relate to their culture, um, which we call the interfaith and counter method. Um, and we're very happy to help other people develop um, or use this method into their own context as well. Um, okay. So we have had uh, in the past groups that were abroad, um, either in Europe or the United States or Africa even, um, that we help them apply the information comfort method into their own context. Fantastic. So, but most of our groups are here. Um, yes. Where, yeah. Um, okay. And where can people reach out to you, you know, if they want to reach out to you and learn of your work in greater depth or, you know, see the template that you have that is successful? Because, I mean, you've been around 20 years, which is, you know, amazing work in that period yeah, of time. Yeah, um, you just mentioned our website. That's a good great place to start. Uh, we mm -hmm. have accounts on all social media. So uh, if you want to follow our activity of what is going on, uh, you're very welcome to follow us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. And Fantastic. if you want to communicate directly with us, I uh, you can send an email to office at interfaith-encounter.org. Uh, you can Fantastic. write it um, in your description below if you want to afterwards. That's great. Well, listen, it was a pleasure to have you both on today because it's very important to speak about these topics, about the growth of peace, how to grow peace, what are the methods whereby it's happening, and to just make this an impactful story. So it's great to hear of your story, and um, I hope it continues well into the future, which I'm sure it will. I have one word also about Maruan's group. Yes. I think um, we talked about dialogue, many different things, and then Maron's group is just so special because we're talking about how we always have to build and rebuild, and music is just so effective, and even, I think, more instantly, if you're talking about this work that we have to do all the time, but it catches people's heart faster. Mm, so it does, it does. Um, and in a very emotional way. So yeah. I think the um, yeah, so that DIA was very hard for, for their um, activity to continue. So, Maruan's yeah. um, group is a group within DIA that are, they're also banning themselves uh, with <laughs> forums and everything. So, it's a symbiotic relationship, which we are very um, honored. Yeah, it's like music is a universal language, and it's been mentioned many times in different corners of music study and what have you. Like, it definitely is a universal language where people connect in a very sweet way. In a very special way so it's great to learn of the work it really is so just to mention your website again it's interfaith-encounter.org and again i'll have the link in the description and the email in the description as well for people to reach out to you guys so lovely to have you on and thank you very much for coming on thank you